This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago and beyond, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 645. And Cecil, I think... I don't even want to say this out loud. I think we might be getting closer to something actually mattering with Trump. Yeah, I. I uh, this feels different, man. Man, I like we talked about it so on the stream simple. tonight. But man, the stuff that they t- photographed on his fucking carnival carpet. cruise carpet, oh, yeah, yes, is seriously damning, and it's so damning, folks. Here's the thing. Here's why I want you to know it's so damning. <clears throat> They have to fucking, in order for them to really like sort through the papers, they need to appoint somebody to like sort through the papers because yeah. some of the FBI agents that were there didn't even have the clearance to look at some of this stuff and had to get special permission. Yeah, like the, That's I, some fucking that's some serious shit, shit, dude. That's some secret shit, yo. And I just want to, I just want to say this before you continue, just yeah, one thing. Yeah. If you are one of these people who's defending Trump, make it Obama. Right. Make it Obama and yeah. tell me and tell me what make you think. Make it Hillary. Make it Obama right now. Make yeah. it Obama. Right. And then be like, Obama, they busted into his place and he had fucking a shit ton of top secret documents. Make it Obama and tell me what you think. Right. And you're you're and you're cool. Yeah. You're just like what I because they, because yeah. the the Hillary yeah. argument is that she had some shit on like a private server or something, right. but that wasn't top secret. That no. was just like her communications right. that were in office. But what I'm saying is like, imagine how fucking upset they would be if like the Secretary of State who has access yeah. to top secret documents. What if like she had pieced out like pieced out with a bunch of documents? With a bunch of top secret shit. But yeah, like make it anybody make else. Make it anybody else. Make it anybody else. Yeah. But the, make it Obama for you to really to drive understand, it home. to really drive it home. Make it Obama. Yeah. I think the overwhelming simplicity of this really basic crime is what makes this so easy. There's nothing complicated here. It's there because it really isn't like, and the, 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 the different, like, uh, sort of like pre defenses that Trump keeps offering online through his true things or whatever fucking, yeah. like they're, they constantly are contradictory. You know, first there was nothing there and then it's like, oh, I, but then I also declassified all. And the thing is like, even if he declassified all of it, none of that would matter. You can't take you can't anything take it with you. You can't. That's like take declassifying it. the fucking like the 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 West Wing and taking it with you. Right. Yeah. The thing is, like, you are not allowed to take that shit. It's home. like taking fucking the 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 presidential limo with. Right. You. It's not. It's yours, not yours, chuckle man. fuck. That's mine. I right. own that shit. Fuck you. I think you know. Unlike the call with with the Ukrainian President Zelensky and the 
That seemed fairly clear cut, but then it got muddied in with the Russian investigation. So they purposely muddied that water yeah. and confused the issue with the, then like the January 6th thing, there's all these different actors involved in it. And like, there's a whole mob who performed the action. And did you incite the mob? And there's some kind of, to me, it's fairly clear cut, but I can see how you can make that. There's nothing complicated about, I stole shit and took it home. Yeah. The only That's it. The only thing that I, I've heard so far from the other side is, what about ism? Yeah. But you're like, there's no real analog. There's no analog. There's no analog. No. There's not like any, we can't just be like, oh yeah, and that one time they had stuffed fucking papers in the fucking Obama's dog and he took them home <laughs> or whatever. Like none of that. There's nothing. There's, none there's of that. nothing. So that you can't do that. What I have seen is what about ism with Hillary and that she had secret documents. Like, no, she didn't. You don't understand. You literally, no. You literally don't even understand what her case was, like what that whole thing was about, right. that investigation. I don't want to call it a case. That investigation was about. Right. It was not about that. It was about something. It was about her using private email servers for her work email. Right. That's what it was about. And, when, and they, they investigated the shit out of that. And they and investigated was, for like a year, man. And, and it, they were, she was investigating. Yeah. By her political rivals. She who was found investigated nothing. for that and Benghazi for like, if you add that up, that's like three and a half years of time that they investigated. Yeah, man. And, and there and was like even nine passed, Benghazi investigations. And they even passed a fucking law. Trump did. Yeah. Specifically in this case, because he is accusing her of doing this. Right. Yeah. And, the, 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 and he may be prosecuted right? for the law that he made. For his post hoc yeah. law to lock her up. Yeah. Right. That is like, this is just, you stole this shit, man. Yeah. You, you flat out stole this shit. Yeah. There's no, like, you, there's no executive privilege once you're no longer the executive. What do That's you, not a thing anymore, what asshole. You, what do you want this stuff for? Right, that, What yes. do you want this stuff for? You know, like, like, I get, I fucking get, like, yeah, I wanted to keep fucking Marcone's fucking bouquet he gave to Melania or whatever. Sure. Like, sure, whatever. Trinkety like, shit. I get that. Like, it's like, it felt like a gift to me. I can't even forgive that. I, I, it's very I understandable. That and be like, you know what? You're right. I, I would think the same thing. You know, I was in the office, but he felt like he gave me a gift. And so it was like a bottle of wine or whatever. And I wanted to take it with me. It came in a nice little basket. I didn't realize it was mine. Even if that was like what was happening, I think all of it's, us would just be like, okay, be a yeah, it's a nothing burger, man, whatever. Yeah. But like this, when they're laying shit out that the FBI can't, it's like has to look away from like fucking mom is naked. Yeah, right. Like, are yes. you fucking serious yes. right now? Did you ever go when you were a kid, did you ever go see like an R-rated movie with your folks? And, and then like, hand over and they put face? their hand over yeah, it. I went and saw like one of the police academy yeah. movies and my dad, there's going to be fucking titties and my dad covers up my eyes. The fucking FBI was like, whoa, whoa, cover yeah. your shit up. Yeah. We can't see fucking this. Merrick Garland has to come in and hold his hands over their right. eyes and tell him what to do. Like, it's like, that's that's not a normal level of security stuff. And then to have it in a place that's so insecure. Well, they had right? a padlock. Like, you got to think. A padlock. I know, they had a padlock. I mean, not, uh, fucking uh, how many uh, international spies are thwarted by a simple master lock? Can, can you imagine the KGB yeah. shows? I know there's no KGB. Don't fucking send, send me an email. email. No, do don't it. send it. He's, he's locked. I cannot. Uh, he is, I would go to Ace Hardware by Bolt Cutter, but I it is a lot of work. I am, <laughs> I am out of credit on my Uber credit. I cannot get all the way to Ace and all the way back. It's not worth. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wait, but but this is a this is a thing that they couldn't even look at that is held in an office for a very long time. Guys, look at your watch and figure yeah, out man. what time it is. Yep. He left office how long ago? It's been unsecure for how long? This is a place, this isn't just like his home either. This is a place where international people fly in and out of 
all the time. Right. This is like, these are, this is a compounding of problems when you think about the logistics and the problems with this. And like some of the documents, they're saying that some of the documents relate specifically to our foreign assets. They're yeah. talking about our spies. Yeah. Like you're taking documents that is like naming our spies, like, man. Yeah, that guy, like, like with these documents, you could sink our battleship, right? Like you would know where, right? Yes, yeah, so you'd be like, oh, B six. It's fucking B six. You know exactly whether it was Mister Mustard in the, fucking, <laughs> in the drawing in the room drawing with, with the fucking rope, or yeah. whatever. Or like, but seriously, it's 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 one of these things that, and and I get it, right? I understand, I understand the 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 gravity behind this. But the, the other side is genuinely rabid about what's happening. And I hope, and this is what I think is going to happen, regardless of the election results, yeah. after the election, if anything's going to happen, I think it's going to happen then. After the election. I don't think they're going to do anything before the election. I hope they don't. Because I don't it, think they will. It would feel... It would send a bad political it's, message. It sends a bad political message. It motivates a base, possibly motivates a base, but it also could spur political violence that, in a big yes, way. Absolutely. And I think all yep. three of those things are bad. Yep. I'd like to make sure that they think that they're safe and then arrest their leader. That's yeah, what I. That's right. what I'd like to see. Because he's and not because I I, I want to see their leader go away because I'm I, I'm ready to defeat him in the marketplace of ideas. But he stole all our marketplace of ideas. Yeah, and right. he hit him in his cellar. And you know whatever. what? I think he stole them so he could fucking sell them on a he, different marketplace. He might have. There's I, a possibility. I don't, I don't know, know why that. he sold them. I don't know why he, why he stole them. But right. I, I can't put my head around why you would have them. Exactly, dude. I. I could, if somebody gave those to me, I wouldn't even know what to do with them. Well, I would. I'd fucking panic and call the government yeah. and be like, take it back. But, take it back. But like, it says skiff on it. I'm not even allowed to, you, like some of this shit, you're not even allowed to open in rooms that are not secure rooms. Like there's like fucking special rooms where like you can't bring your fucking cell phone into where you got to look at these fucking documents. And some of that shit is the shit that this motherfucker had just on his fucking golf resort. It is not, it is not, it is not a fucking like just, just average paperwork. Right. And the fact that the Republicans are defending this is despicable. It, it's gross. Yeah. Because because then you 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 can't fall back on the we have we are for like American security or whatever. Because no. if you're willing to give up all and how the fuck here's the other thing I gotta ask. We saw what happened in January 6th when there was like this weirdness with like the Secret Service. They lost all their fucking tweets. Are there Yeah, their, all those text messages are gone. Here? There's like several government departments that have always sort of been on the side of the Republicans. Yeah, like a are lot you, of them. Are like, you now yeah. going to stop and be like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, I. It, we're, we're in a position where I know that, they, oh, it's another political witch hunt. Man, for real, the guy stole top secret fucking documents. They, then the other thing that happened is they fucking stormed the Capitol like a fucking siege, man. Yeah. Like this is not, this is not political like theater. Yeah. Like this is existential threats to our fucking democracy. And that's it, not an exaggeration. No, it just, no. it just is like, what if January 6th had gone the way the rioters had wanted it to go? Sure. Right. What if they hadn't lost that fight? Same thing with like, you stole a bunch of documents. Well, what if those documents were fucking leaked? What if they were stolen? What if like some fucking for like, this is like big deal shit. This isn't just like, I don't like the way you're doing your politics, so I'm going to look and see if you got a blowjob once by an intern. Yeah. Like, this is big deal stuff. Yeah, this is- Big, big deal stuff. I, if, if, 
what happens, and I don't know if this is the case, but what happens if some of those documents make their way back to our intelligence community as a way to say that those documents were leaked? What happens then? Right. Because yeah. at a certain point, like I don't, I don't want to sound hyperbolic, but we kill people who do that. Yeah, like right. we kill people who do that. That's like, like that's a like you get murdered for that. They yeah. they fucking murder you for that. That's happened in the past. You will like. I don't think that that has changed. I think that's still the same. I, I think, think it's still that the that same. Been, yeah, treason been, is still. That's not a yeah. thing that they say like, oh, we're just going to put you away forever. I think they kill you. Yeah, treason. I mean, I think the last executions. I I don't think I'm wrong. I think the last last executions for treason were the Rosenbergs. Yeah, who were a long executed. Time ago. Yeah, but like. Not that long ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not it's, like, it's not some fucking musket times. No, 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 no. Like we're no. talking about, they were, they, it's, it's the nuclear secrets. Yeah, sure. So it's not fucking musketed times, you no. know? It's a long time, but it's not that long. So, right. But I'm, uh, I mean, think, uh, think of what happens if, you know, he gets tried and something like this happens and it gets leaked that he did let some of these things go. Oh, I know. Some of these things. I know. It's his, I, so what I a, think, I think the simplicity of the theft is going to be what undoes He him. had everything. He had everything he needed, right? They they had botched this investigation, put somebody in charge uh, to kind of put that swipe swipe that under the rug, which was the the, the Mueller report. Yep. Kind of you know look at it, but then not make any judgments. So I'm not yeah, gonna make any judgments. Just, okay, right. and then yeah. Barr mm -hmm. uh, you know basically redacted, redacted a bunch of thing. shit. Yeah, and so he had it sealed up. Yep, he could have coasted by and probably had a second term. Sure. If he wouldn't have done some of the like craziest, stupidest shit ever. Yeah. And he and he could have, you know, like, like if he wasn't such a fuck knuckle, he could have really genuinely left his and the the far white nationalist rights mark on America in a much in bigger, a bigger way. way. His insane hubris is the thing that ultimately, hopefully, will be. Yeah. The reason, because, yeah. you, like, it, the, the, if he had not mishandled COVID as grotesquely as he did, if he had just mishandled COVID but accepted the defeat of the election, then he would be able to come back in 24 as a stronger candidate. Yeah. And he would have gotten much richer in the intervening four years. Oh, my years, gosh, yeah. You know? But, like, everything he does, just he's shooting himself in the foot because he doesn't believe in his own vincibility. Yeah. He believes that he is invincible. He believes that he is untouchable. He believes that like he can grab him by the pussy because he's famous. And that's what he's always been able You're to right, do. And yeah. it's like, yeah, I guess he told us that. Right. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like motherfucker from the jump has told us exactly who I can shoot somebody on fifth Avenue and not lose a vote. I can grab him by the pussy if you're famous enough. The guy's told us from day one yeah, who he that is. he's a liar yeah. and a thief and told a grifter and a narcissist. Told us who he is. Yeah. yeah. Every single bird in the sky is a robot. The United States government um, basically massacred 12 billion birds, beautiful living birds, uh, using crop dusting airplanes flying over, over the states um, over the course of 40 years. Now we live in a world where there's 12 billion robotic birds watching us every single day. So this is uh, this is actually a transcript of a Fresh Air episode. Yeah, we listened to a Fresh Air episode today, and I I just got to start by saying, Terry Gross is a fucking legend. What a Fresh Air! What a breath of fresh air, <laughs> Terry Gross is. She has been kicking ass 
for so long. Does anybody do a better interview than Terry Gross? No, I don't think. No, I don't think. I don't think they do. I don't think there is. Maybe that guy, like inside the actor studio guy, maybe. Oh yeah, what is that? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever that dude's name is, he kind of looks like a monster. Acting. That guy. Right. Uh, does a great interview, but she does an amazing interview. She's, she's an outstanding, outstanding. She lets uh, She just lets people talk. Yeah. She just lets you talk. She gives you a, a question that you can absolutely crush, and she just lets you go. And, and she just seems to like put people at ease. Yeah, she doesn't so matter good. who she's got. She's except so Gene Simmons. So Gene good. Simmons and her didn't get along. Yeah, it's a very so. famous interview. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear that interview? I don't think I did. I know that he was like rude to her. Or oh, he was. It is. If you guys get a chance, actually, Google Terry Gross and Gene Simmons interview. It is probably the most horrifically awkward thing you'll ever listen. He's so sexually crude with Terry Gross. Really? It's awful. It's and she is just not having it. Really? Yeah. It's 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 really it's genuinely appalling. It's he's an appalling human being. How the Republican Party came to embrace conspiracy theories and denialism. So this is an interview between Terry Gross and Washington Post columnist Dana Milbank. Um, and it is a fascinating interview. It, it's based on his book, The Decon- or the Destructionists. Yeah. Um, just an outstanding, interesting interview that really like brings all of this back and lays it at the hands of the operatives who worked in the W administration. And even further with Gingrich, right? Yes, so I keep forgetting Gingrich. that. Yes. It starts with Gingrich. Thank and, you. And what I love about this is during this interview, and it's 42 minutes long, it's worth your time. It's in the notes. Take a look at it. But during this interview, there's so many times that he mentioned something that I did not know that was happening at the time that matches the dialogue of today to show you that the stuff that we're in right now, this very sort of uh, like diametrically opposed sides is not a new phenomenon. In fact, this type of thing has been going on for quite some time. And in fact, um, Several of the things that you've heard in the past few years that you thought might have been created, like stuffing ballot boxes and dead people voting, was used by John Ashcroft during the Bush, the Bush, uh, the v. Bush Gore election. Thing. Yeah. Um, the 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 absolute vilification of people through Gingrich and how that has changed the face of politics. All of this is it, it's something that we knew, but like they really spend a great deal of time explaining. In, in great detail on how every single major member of that party was just such a piece of shit. And, yeah. they, and they've, they have fomented this for decades. It, it, it is exactly true that you look at all of, all of this MAGA bullshit and all this stop the steal, but like none of that is organic. All of it is strategic. All of that is strategic. None of that happened as a direct organic result of the times we find ourselves right. in. That is what the right would try to have you believe, but the very language itself refers, as you said, it refers back to another time. The Brooks Brothers riot, yeah. which is the stop counting the votes rioting that was intentionally organized by Roger Stone and Ashcroft in order to gain Florida and stop the count in Florida so that the, the recount couldn't take place. The recount, by the way, would have had Gore win. Um, but all of that shit, it exactly mimics the stop the steal language. It exactly mimics the stop the steal rhetoric. It's the same people doing it. It's yeah. the exact Carl Rove, a chief architect of this sort of like destructionist policies that are called out in this in this story and in this book. Karl Rove is still an influential political actor absolutely. on the right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, this also is, it makes us think about sort of 
where we're at today and the we were talking about diametrically opposed parties. We were talking, you know, Tom and I, we're both older, so we recognize and, and understand that back when we were kids, and now I wasn't super politically active as a kid and right. I didn't know a lot, but it never really seemed to be this, this like back and forth, like everybody at each other's throats. And there, there felt like there was a there was a way to communicate between parties that just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And you lay this at the feet of Newt Gingrich, who came in to fight against yeah. all of them and say, look, you know, we need to basically say that they're bad people. Yeah. Newt created the strategy of vilification and the um, departure from trying to reach the center. Yeah. And, and out loud and everything. Like yeah. this isn't, this isn't like some, this is his words out loud and everything. So, you know, it used to be that both parties to some degree would say, all right, we've got our base and we'll count on them. And then we're all fighting for the heart of the center of America. We're all fighting for the vote of the independent. What Newt realized is that if you vilify the other side, to a great enough degree, you can motivate more people in your base to show up than you can ever get the center yeah. to vote yeah. on, to, to convert to your side. Sure. So the radicalization of politics is a direct result of the strategic vilification of the other party. And that Gingrichian policy. <laughs> like it sounds fucking, it sounds like fucking Catullian. It does. It, it does. sounds Gingrichian. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's because his fucking heart is two yeah, sizes exactly. too small. Yeah. You know, he stared into the abyss a long time. <laughs> looked right sure. back at him. Fucking, it fucked him. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's fucking fascinating, but yeah. it's also, you know, I remember we've said it on the show and I, I believe it so strongly. George W. Bush is the worst president that America has ever seen yeah. far worse yeah. than Donald Trump. Yeah. You can lay far, far, so far much. more so death much. You're right. so much. at the feet of W. Yeah. But really the big reason that W was so dangerous is that he brought this cadre yeah. of extremely smart and horrifyingly evil motherfuckers. Yeah. No. The yeah. Rumsfelds, the Roves, the Cheneys, the Ashcrofts. Yeah. These are names that like are infamous and they continue to have like this domino effect yeah. of evil yeah. into the world. Yeah, and it it ain't going away because they just keep on they have they have infected a new uh generation of Republicans. Yeah. And they and they're even more awful than the previous group. They're just they're the the speech that Biden gave tonight very much addresses this idea that there are rational people on both sides. Yeah. Right. And that what we need to do is reach out to everybody and be like, this is more important than party right now. This divisiveness that is essentially stalling everything we've ever tried to do is worse for our nation than, you know, the other side getting a win or whatever it is that we're so afraid of. And, you know, I recognize that, you know, the problem is, is that on one side, there's been a, there's been a, a, a push so strong this on the Republican side to, you know, white nationalism to, I mean, to yeah. very extreme places that have threatened, you know, people's existence. We're talking about, you know, like, like think of how different life is right now on uh, right now in, in our America versus maybe, you know, 10 years ago for a trans person. Yeah. Like, you know, same for, you know, for a person of color, you know what I mean? Like there's a, there's a serious, there's a serious push 
from white nationalists and white nationalists spur, they, they, they branch out into all different kinds of hate. So they hate all different kinds of people. They are equal opportunity they, haters. 100%. Yeah, that's the only yeah, thing that they're, they're equal about. That's the only place where they like affirmative action. Right. <laughs> but they, uh, they're, they're genuinely terrible people and they've taken a main stage on a lot of these platforms and the right has been courting them for a long time. And so I understand that, you know, there, this is exactly what the president was saying tonight. There's yeah. a MAGA group out there that are not trying to help the country and they want to yeah. hurt people. And they are, they are sowing the seeds of discord in order to gain personal political power yeah, yeah. and financial power. Yeah, for right? sure. That's that, the thing that, is that's, that's, that's what, what this boils about. down yeah. to for these fuckers. Yeah. Right. And they don't care what they break in the way. They don't, they don't because look at, you know, a, gr a great example of the microcosm of the hell that we will experience if this continues to grow out of control is DeSantis is Florida. Yeah. DeSantis has, the, has turned Florida from, you know, Florida man bites alligator to a, a genuinely frightening place to consider living at this point. AJ, like the idea of, of raising kids in DeSantis's Florida, the the book banning yeah. that is taking place all over the American red states is fucking crazy town. Like, remember, remember when it would be like banned book month and you'd go to the library, you'd walk by a bookstore and they very proudly put the books that had been banned in the front window. Yeah. And the idea was like, Books are representative of ideas and in no free society should we do anything other than push back against the idea of banning books. Yeah. We are we are now living in a country where school after school and library, public library after public library are being stripped of their of their books being ideas, literal ideas are being pulled yeah, off the shelves because we are that fearful. We are that fearful of exposing people to challenge exposing people to intellectual rigor, exposing people to ideas that we find frightening or different or scary. And I'm not talking, and then they they couch it in this bullshit, you know, grooming language, none of which is honest and none of which is true and all of which is incendiary. Like turning America into Florida. Holy shit, Florida doesn't want to be Florida. <laughs> go to Florida, you go to Florida, the first thing you want to do is leave Florida. You know, the other thing too is, is DeSantis really does embody uh, a lot of things that Trump embodied. And one of those things is attacking political rivals. Yeah. You know, look what he did with Disney. You know, right. Look at, look at going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Disney. Like, like these are bad decisions that these people are making uh, very publicly. Uh, I, I hope, you know, who knows what's going to happen. DeSantis leaving Florida to become president, that sounds like... That sounds like terrifying. That sounds like season three of America is going to get canceled. Yeah, that's man. All. For that's real. All. Yeah. yeah. God is a bit of a freak. Sister comes from the Dallas Morning News. South Lake Schools rejects In God We Trust signs featuring rainbows and Arabic. I'm going to open up this. This is a new text. So people who can't see this at home, there is one that is of Arabic and it literally says, in God we trust. As somebody had said that they translated it directly to Arabic. And the other one is a rainbow flag looking thing of in God we trust. And so they took the rainbow, the LGBTQ yeah. rainbow, and they took the, uh, the Arabic language. And it turns out that these people who, who uh, they're not allowed to like refuse them supposedly well, but they said, "Well, we've got enough. We've got enough." Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's 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 interesting because 
they there's a new law that was passed that says that schools have to display in God we trust signs. But weirdly, they're not allowed to spend their own money buying the signs. So the signs have to be donated. And the law doesn't specify how many signs they have to display, but they have to display somewhere in their school, yeah. in God we trust. As if like, that's just a thing on our money. Yeah. Like that's just a thing on our money. I don't, what the fuck? It shouldn't even be on our money either. And it wasn't. It wasn't until the fucking until, Red Scare the fucking Red Scare. freaked people out because so, we're a bunch of it idiots. It wasn't. It wasn't. So like, I think it's like really interesting that just by writing it in Arabic, all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, this sort of like does make you uncomfortable, right? Because that's all it took, you're man. not saying which God. I'm not saying which God either. But I'll just say it in Arabic. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't want they it. Said, they basically said, well, we don't, we, we don't think we can use them. It's funny because they go out of their way to mention in this article that the people who came with the other In God We Trust signs, they took a big picture with the school board or whatever. Right, yeah. But with these, they're like, no, we don't want them. No, we, no we're going to pass. I would make them take a picture with it. I'd be like, no, man, you took pictures with the other ones. You got to take, take a picture with these. Come on, take a picture. Take a picture with these. This is part of the sort of like not at all sneaky backdoor, not at all backdoor way that Christianity is being yeah. forced. Yeah. And they're they're doing it under the guise of religious freedom, yeah. but you test it. You yeah. test this religious freedom. Yeah. I mean, it's 100%. It, it's the only, yeah. it, you know, it's not even like, preferential yeah. at all. It's fucking exclusive. This is it. This is it. That's yeah. it, man. Yeah. And it, this is some Gilead shit. Really We're is. headed down the road to Gilead. We've really already is. fucking taken women's rights away. There's just no fucking, there's just no fighting against this. They just get away with it because they're just like, like the problem is, and this has been the problem for a long time. Consistency doesn't bother them. Cognitive yeah. dissonance doesn't bother them. It doesn't hurt them. It doesn't cause pain like it would to you or me somebody catches us in a place where we're holding two separate ideas that seem to be at odds and yet we seem to be holding them, it, it would maybe cause yeah. us some sort of consistency, some sort of discomfort, yeah. some sort of cognitive dissonance. Right. But instead, what happens here is they're just like, no, man, we don't want that one. Yeah, because they're not trying to like square the circle with their principles. Their principle is, look, I'll do what I have to do to get my Christian it's principles ends, in the ends school. Justify the means right? mentality. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is that you can't appeal to a scrupulous principled authority because the arbiters of these disputes are themselves biased. Yeah. Right. You, what are you going to do in Texas? You're going to go to fucking some judge Nothing. in Texas? You're not going to do anything. Some judge in Texas is going to be like, yo, nigga, about it. And yeah. then that's it. They're going to fucking go root yeah. and tootin'. Whoever got appointed by, by you know, the Republicans down there, they're not going to, they don't give a fuck. They're they like, yeah, fuck. fuck off. Like, what? They're right. You're wrong. Go. You Do know? you remember in Texas where they almost ran that fucking Biden bus off the road? Yeah. And Texas, like, they, they fucking called the cops and Texas cops were like, eh, we're not really going to show up. Nothing happened. Yeah. Like, nothing. They, they literally almost, like, ran a fucking political rival's bus off the fucking route. He wasn't in it. It was Tom, a bunch of staffers. They attacked the Capitol and nothing happened. I know. I don't even know why I'm saying this. Although, there was a guy who got a lot of time. Yeah, that NYPD guy, ex-NYPD guy, guy, got like, he like 10 years or he something. He like tried to like, I, I saw that they were saying he, was, he tried to appeal to the jury. He asked for a jury. And then he basically kept on saying, wasn't my fault. They egged me on. They made me b beat them with the stick or whatever. What? Yeah, that's what his defense was. Essentially. So wait a minute. If the cop fucks they with made you, me and do it as an ex-cop. He's like, if the cop fucks with cop, you, you can hit him with a stick. Yeah, the cop fuck with you, you can hit him with a stick. That's. What I don't think we believe that. He a hundred percent got sentenced. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He got the biggest sentence. Bye. Delivered yet. Yep. Bye. <laughs> fuck you, dude. Fuck you, and fuck all those other people. You know, here's the thing, man. 
Like, you guys 100% knew you were fucking breaking the law. You yep. knew you were fucking entering a place where you shouldn't be. You knew you were doing it. Here's the thing, man. Every single person who ever does that on the left that gets that goes to jail, they know what's going to happen to them. Yeah, there, there's no confusion. There, there's no confusion. Yeah. You can watch and see every single one of those people being like, all right, I got to yeah. go to jail. There's now. no Omeo Mines. Yeah, they know. Yeah. They know. Right. Don't get me wrong. They're trying to fight back, trying to get away. Sure. But but they know but they're once going caught, to jail. They're caught. They know they're going to jail. And mm -hmm. they get sentenced. And they get fucking hit hard all the time. You've reached the national headquarters of the Catholic Church. No one is available to take your call if you'd like to report sexual abuse. Damn, there's got to be somebody we can call for an exorcism. You is a bitch! May white God bless you, Robert. I came as fast as I could. I just got to read like most of this because it's crazy. This comes from Only Sky. Great photo, by the way. Is that is. Shutterstock? What is that? Yeah, is it? Shutterstock. Oh, it's so good. That's fucking amazing. Look at that. That is a great photo, guys. If you get a chance. That's actually that's actually a Hemet Meta cosplay. I just <laughs> this is from Only Sky. A Bible camp staffer performed a useless exorcism on an injured child. Hold on. I would argue that every exorcism is useless. Yeah, that's kind of a redundant I statement, would say, right? I could see it feels like a redundant statement. It is. It's like saying the wet water. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean... The ATM machine. Right, yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? Yeah. Back in July at Redberry Bible Camp outside Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Saskatoon! <laughs> Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Interesting. We're talking about a, a Canadian story, though. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. you betcha. A That's boy approximately Minnesota. all right. A boy approximately 13 years old was found on the ground bleeding from his nose and writhing in agony. Instead of rushing him to the nearest hospital, a Bible camp staff Is it writhing or writhing. I've heard it pronounced both ways, and I pronounce it randomly whichever way. All right, I feel guys, like it. which is it writhing or writhing? I've always heard it writhing. So you guys tell us. Um, yeah. Tell I've, us, because I don't know. I've heard it both ways. Well, you know too. what? Here, here's what I'll do. Yeah, yeah every, Hold on. Is there more than one? A boy approximately 13 years old was found on the ground bleeding from his nose and writhing in agony. Okay, thank so you. So now you guys can decide now which one of those versions you like. Okay. Instead of rushing him to the nearest hospital, a Bible camp staffer decided to perform an exorcism. And then the staffer Wait, announced he had what, a rat. What's your thought process? What's your fucking, what's, what's, what's that fucking chart, flow chart on that? Right. Like, I found someone in agony. Flow chart says... Literally, if I just find someone, it's exorcism. It doesn't matter. If uh, it's agony probably agony demons. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Agony Do you remember the sugar demons lady? Oh, yeah. Sugar demons. The sugar demons were just like, ah, oh, the reason you eat sugar is sugar demons. The yeah. reason you want caffeine is caffeine. Okay. Everything had a Everything demon. Everything had a demon. It was like fucking patron saints. This is, this is injury demons. This is injury yeah, demons. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair. Then the staff announced he had eradicated the demon possessing the boy. And I love this part. It's my favorite okay, line sure. in the whole thing. And then the staffer handed out his business cards yeah. to all the kids watching yes. all this horrifying spectacle unfold. Yes, I love it. I love it. Business card. What? Wh okay. What? What's on the business card? Oh. What's on? The, is it a... Uh, your mother sucks cocks. <laughs> Does your mother suck cocks in hell? <laughs> Call Tom. Because <laughs> he would like to get in on that. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, the staffer was hired to work with kids despite his past pornography and drug addictions. Which were on the business card. Which were, <laughs> it's a huge, it's like a fucking index a, business card. It's like a scroll, it like it pops it out like. Amazing. Despite admitting to domestic violence and despite getting fired from his previous job as a camp counselor. Whoa, whoa, this guy's got a checkered past. <laughs> this is, that's a lot. There's no indication that the boy received actual medical help. How wow. the fuck? Okay, so some some kid is on the ground 
He's in terrible pain. Mm -hmm. He's either writhing or writhing. One or the other. He's got choices. Yeah. We're not trying to take that away. His fucking schnoz is bleeding. You fucking say some non-magic words over him. Is he now done with his writhing writhing? No, because before you have to, you have to, before you leave, you have to make it rain with your business cards. <laughs> right? Are all the rest of the kids like, hey, kids want a business card? <laughs> Has this ever happened to you? Oh, God, it hurts so bad. <laughs> Have I got a business card for you? <laughs> the fuck? They, like, spritz him with a little water. They yeah, throw a little right. water on you. They light a little incense. They wave a cross in your face, and then they give you a business card. <sighs> Whatever you do, don't sign anything. You okay? know. <laughs> don't sign D anything. You know that guy had those cards, and he's like, finally, my chance. Oh, my God. My chance. Oh, man. <laughs> was it, he's giving out, also, you're giving out business cards to kids? At summer camp, do you think they're going to put them in their fucking duct tape wallets they just made? <laughs> oh, I have a business card. I, I, as a 12-year-old, I love business cards. I have cards. an extensive collection of business cards. Let me put this in my Rolodex. I, oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the kids uh, these days, oh, I'm always putting business cards in the spokes of my tires. Oh, you know, makes gosh. it. What fucking what? Fuck, dude, this fucking story is amazing. Outstanding. We only know the details about this incident because uh, an official with the Royal Canadian Mounted Police Royal who Caribbean. saw <laughs> the Rick who saw complaints filed against the church camp spoke with the CBC. The church camp in question is affiliated with the Saskatchewan Mennonite Brethren, a very conservative denomination that's not necessarily known for believing in exorcisms. As for the suspect, this I love. His now deactivated Facebook page detailed his journey to Jesus, which included all those details above about his troubling history. So the reason they know about his fucking domestic violence and his porn addiction and his drug problem and his firing was because that's what he put on his own Facebook page. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why would you put that on your... My Facebook page makes me look like I am a better man with a better life. My Facebook page is like once in a while a joke and a cat. Right. That's it. That's it's like, here's my vacation photos. That's the extent of it. Yeah, once in a while, right. somebody will tag me in a photo. Right. That's it. That, what the fuck? You're not like, here's the things I jerked off to and I can't stop. Like, <laughs> what? That's your Facebook? Actually, I, you know what? You just changed my Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> the following list of reasons is why my dick is chafed raw. I'm going to start. What? I'm just going to start posting recipes I jerked off to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to combine interests. Huh? <laughs> it's a niche audience, but hey, I think it'll work. You know what? Sometimes you have to <laughs> kill two birds with one stone. Wouldn't it be amazing? Wouldn't that be amazing? What YouTube a great channel? cookbook. Wouldn't it be a great a YouTube channel? Recipes I jerked off to. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, that's it. We're rebranding season anybody, If anybody wants to take that, it's yours. Recipes <laughs> I jerked off to is yours. You could just send me a, a very small royalty check. There, there, there really, there is a, I guarantee there is a market for a cookbook. That's just like alternating pornography and, and recipes <laughs> where it's just like, well, they, they put, they serve sushi on naked bodies. That's what so, it means. Just yeah. like, it's like whatever you made, just like some fucking naked person holding up a platter of crudités or where whatever. Where do you take the sushi from? On the naked body? On the naked body. Where, where's the first place you reach for? I don't know, man. Like sushi on the naked body. Sushi that's on the naked body. Oh, you got to go from the navel. Cause it's 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 sort of yeah. like seafaring around Seafair. there. It's just it's naval. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean, I don't know. Like I I 
I is think that it's like one of those like nudie pens where like you turn it over so you like slowly yeah, right. uncover you the see, good yeah, parts. You, see, you gotta see. Oh, like, yeah, do, do the right. Does the first guy walk up and take a nipple? Like, right. does the first guy I take feel like a that nipple? Kills the whole moment. Does the guy take a nipple or like a clit one or whatever? Okay, wait, yeah, okay, so hang on a minute. <laughs> see, so when you're eating your dinner, this is, I know how to answer this question. When you are eating your dinner, do you save the best bite for last or you have to eat the best bite first? Uh, best bite for last always. Okay, so you know what you're going to leave. So, yeah. You're, you're going to... She, she'll just have like, or he will just have like... They have all the good bits the, still covered like up. The nipples and the dong will be covered. Right. But the rest of the balls will be up. The, the rest will be... The ball, you get... You, I go for the balls first. The, I, I figure you go for the nuts If you first. still have an appetite after fucking getting after the balls... <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> pulling a piece of sushi up some balls, <laughs> balls and then eating it? Like, what the fuck? Man, <laughs> Jesus, you've got to think to yourself when you do that. Like when you reach out with your chopsticks, you like reach out and you kind of, you kind of get a little bit of the sex to go in. You're like, fuck. Sorry, man. I thought that was a sushi. Yeah, it looks the I, same. <laughs> it basically looks the same. I thought it was chicken skin out there. I didn't realize. Like I didn't raw poultry. Hundred percent, your shave though, because you don't want to pull out fucking like a thing and no. then like somebody's got a big hole. No man, if I'm getting paid, oh, yeah. I'm just going all natural. Because oh. you know what? That is not my problem. And I want to I want to be on natural for a long time too so they can floss with my hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to figure if you've paid me to be naked and you're eating fucking sushi off of me, you're in this for a weird day. You're, you're, you're not are, trying you're to have a, a regular fucking is Wednesday. Is that a real thing that people ever I I know that like you see it in like movies or whatever. I'm just curious if that like I don't it's know just if like that's... an urban legend or and somebody was like, let's put it in a movie because it's funny. It's so weird. It's why seems, just sushi it seems, too? Yeah, it seems really weird. Like, what if you just get like yeah. a whole? I I say just cook a pizza on it. <laughs> it's like a, it's just like, oh, hot, hot, hot. Oh shit! Fuck. You put a Chicago pizza on it, just crushes. <laughs> <laughs> I broke her fucking back. God damn it! We go through more nude. Food models this way, guys. New York went on the rat underneath. It just scurries away. <laughs> Maybe it's because sushi's not hot. Maybe that's oh, why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can't put them in a chafe. <laughs> <laughs> Although if you rub if you rub enough sushi on it's you, it's going to Yeah, dish. you are the chafing dish. <laughs> No, I am kink shit. That's a weird thing to do. It is a weird thing to do. Although I, yeah, it's not kinky because like nobody's doing anything to like, I I guess, but like, like you said, it's a weird combining of interests. It's a weird, it's a weird am combining Am I supposed to be turned on or eating dinner? I, that's, a, I don't mix those things. Like I'm like, I'll eat dinner. One guy, one guy furiously eating his way around the boob. Just right. Just, on going. just come, come, come. <laughs> I've been, God, I fucking had a late lunch. I didn't even want this. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Ephesians 6:12. The end. This story comes from Dead State. Latinos for Trump founder says Trump's legal troubles are because he's not used to fighting in the spiritual realm. And this, I, I do remember why oh, I wanted to read a, this. It's, so, it's, a, it's a thing. It is. It okay. is. You want to listen to it? Yeah, let's just watch let's it. Let's it. just watch it. So here we go. This is that, this crazy lady's been on here a bunch. She's been on our show a couple times. So. And that like guy on the right looks like if Joel McHale went on like a fucking 30 day bender. <laughs> like, really? Guys, you got to see it. He, like he's, he's one of those guys who thinks that it looks cool to keep your shirt like really rumpled. All right. So this is that clip from that, from that, uh, from that article. 
because I did not listen to your voice. I didn't go seek your counsel. I stopped. Whatever it is, you've got to do what you've got to do. You're going to keep getting attacked because if you do not surround yourself with people who are used to fighting principalities in a spiritual realm, you're going to get your... How do you nod along with that? This guy's just nodding yeah. along. Oh, yeah, what for sure. What are you talking about? The We're talking about politics on this show, and you come in and you're like, no, man, it's like, there's a fucking angel fist fighting a demon right above his shoulder. You got to fight the principalities in the nether realm. Yeah. Like, what? I, I'm sorry, I didn't know I was playing fucking Minecraft. I thought I was in life. <laughs> are you serious? Uh, I'm sorry, I got to bring a fucking lava bucket to this fucking thing? <laughs> The fuck out of here. I hand it to you every single time. And I don't know if he just doesn't know that. I think he's been, he d definitely doesn't have Hispanic evangelicals around him. I can tell you that. I, I know it. I, we see it. There's no, uh, you know, faith leaders coming in and out of Mar-a-Lago right now. Well, There's of course not. He, never, he was grifting you guys the whole time. Here's the thing, yeah. you stupid asshole motherfuckers. He didn't give a shit about the evangelicals before. He then he care. cared on paper, out loud, in order to impress you dumb, impressionable dipshits. And the second he doesn't need you anymore, he doesn't care. Doesn't he never care. cared. Never cared. He never You're cared stupid. for a second about you. He literally used you. This is this is you waking up and seeing the $20 on the fucking nightstand. That's exactly right. That's what this is. I mean, get the fuck out of you. Fucking should know better. You should know I, that you no were No sympathy. You should know that you were used. Yep. Counseling him his family, praying with him, you know. Yeah, the only people going in out of Mar-a-Lago nowadays are FBI agents. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, your house has just been raided. Where's the Hispanic evangelicals? Where's it? Yeah, they should have protected him from the raid. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. But also, that's a really niche thing for him. Like, it, yeah. at, at what point are you like, whoa, whoa, things have gone wrong. Let me dial up the Hispanic evangelical community. <laughs> Is that a big community? I don't know. I don't. I thought Hispanics leaned primarily toward Catholicism as a rule. Too. I thought they did too. I don't know. I mean, th th there's definitely a South American, a deep South American Cath Catholic link. And I know the uh, there's South a and big, Central America. Same thing with with Mexico. I said South and Central. Yeah, yeah, America. yeah, yeah. It's it's a deep, deep link between the yeah. Catholic Church and there. I mean, you go down there and there's huge Catholic churches all over. Right. So everywhere that I've been in in South America, because I've never been. I guess I have been to Central America a couple times, but not. Yeah, I mean, I've been to Mexico. I've been to uh, the places that I visited. The handful of I've been to Belize, the and I've been to places that I visited. Yeah, I've right. seen Catholic churches and toured Catholic churches, so I yeah. know that they exist. Any evangelical, I don't care if you're Hispanic or not. Where is the the, the faith leaders? Where are they? What, but you know what? They can't just appear and go knock on Mar Lago. He needs to be the one to invite him in and say, okay, look, look. They're like vampires. You're like, Thank you. <laughs> like you got to let the right one in. That's, yeah, that's the key. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. That's the Swedish evangelicals. <laughs> <laughs> There's two of them. <laughs> <laughs> they're, only, they're only there for the fucking, like, the meatballs. Yeah, they're, they show the, up. They're, the, they're just beautiful yeah. and well-behaved and just like, fuck, you can come in fine. This world has gone chaotic and it's mad. Obviously, I'm doing something wrong. I need my spiritual leaders back in here. Spiritual leaders need to come back in here. We need to figure this out. We need to pray. We need strategy. I don't know what else to do. You need to go in your prayer closet because let me tell you something. You don't want your to put me in prayer friend. closet. That's what I don't get. Like, like, I thought he was the chosen one. So if he's the chosen one, does he really have to facilitate this? 
shouldn't he just be the chosen one and God just be like, oh, looking out for you the whole time. Yeah, right. And whatnot. No, you don't even have to bother with any of that prayer stuff, Mr. Trump. I got you the whole time. Instead, he's like, well, I ain't doing anything unless Mr. Trump starts praying. Yeah, this, yes, that's exactly like, it, if you're the chosen one, why do you still have to ask God specifically for attention? Yeah. Isn't God watching you? Yeah, like, didn't you choose me, fucko? Right. Like, what the hell, man? That's what chosen one would seem to fucking imply. So fucking what, stupid. What's delightful about this is she's saying the quiet part out loud, which is we are we feel abandoned and used. Yeah. And we're fucking confused. Yeah. And he needs because, to... But the, the answer is like, he never cared about any of you, you stupid asshole. And what, what, is, what is being embraced by him now do for you? Right. Nothing. Because yeah. he's not in power. But, and he's actually starting, it looks like it's all starting to fall around him. And like, if you're him, why would he call you? Yeah. He you're never gave a shit. He, he was lying to you the whole yeah. time, dumb, dumb. He wants to call. Trump, I'd be, the first thing I'd say to him is, sir, first of all, I ain't even going to talk to you because you need to go in a prayer closet, you need to find a closet, you better go get on your knees and you better pray and repent for whatever it is because you've offended the Lord. You were chosen to lead this country and you've offended him in some big way and you, that's why you're not in the White House right now. Yeah, he stole documents from the Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Again, like I sort of feel like she's the only one half seeing what's going on. They, there's a lot of leopards ate my face stuff happening yes. on, the, on the right right now. There's a lot of that and this is one of those moments where they, they, there's so often the right feels like you could give them a little nudge. You yeah, I know. A little yes. Like, um, but if you think about that for a in a tiny You're so close. way, you could see that he never cared about right you at all. You're right? Can you're you see so that? close. Can you see that? You know, and 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 I think there's a lot of that happening now because they definitely feel abandoned because he hasn't been doing anything except for just like he's been on the defensive too much. He hasn't been attacking the people they hate. Right. Right. All he's been doing is trying to be defensive for, and that's and that's why they like him, man. They don't like him because of anything he can do for him. The only thing they can do for him is be an avatar to fight people they hate. Yes, right. And I think they're baffled as to why he's no longer pandering to them. Yeah, and it's like, well, because he doesn't because he doesn't you. need you right now. He'll he, he will. Don't worry, stupid. Give him. He'll give pander him to you again. Give him two years. If he's running, he'll pander. Right. But if he's but if he's not running or if he's somewhere else or whatever, then but you're absolutely fucking high if you think he's gonna go in a prayer closet. Yeah, and like because he's, he's, he was lying I, every. I he don't think fake he, prayed. He fucking second Timothy. Yeah, he doesn't know two Timothy five. He doesn't know anything about prayer at all. He only knows enough to manipulate. You. Yeah, which that doesn't take and much. It doesn't take much. He he because he doesn't know much. Right. So all it took was him pretending to be earnest for five minutes. That's it. And not even that. No. Like, because they were so, they were so they were, fucking eager to buy to this. They were yeah. willing to believe. Mm -hmm. And that's all it took was just yeah. him to be like, yeah, what, tell me about that guy guy. How completely unshocking is it that they were this willing to believe? Yeah. Like being fucking being eager gullible, to believe. Being gullible and being this right. eager to believe. And being this eager to believe in an ultimate authority, in a fascistic authority. Yeah. Is like, yeah, you're fucking the, that prompt was primed since birth for you guys. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Who said billions and billions? That I can answer very quickly. It's someone named Johnny Carson. <laughs> I, n I never said it. I <laughs> never, ever said He's it. He's off the hook, everybody. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's sort of like um, Humphrey Bogart never said, play it again, Sam. Nobody believes it. 
I love this story. This story comes from ABC News. Fox News' Sean Hannity set to be deposed as part of billion-dollar election lawsuit. So we've talked about this on the show before, but this is, this is the way out of the conspiracy quagmire yeah. that we are in. Yeah. And it is, a, it is an, a financial civil attack that is the only way we get out of this. Dominion Voting Systems is suing Fox News Sean Hannity is going to be deposed yeah. as part of that lawsuit. Yeah. They are not backing down from this lawsuit. No matter how this shakes out, this will cost Fox millions of dollars just to defend. There, it's, there, it's going to cost them millions of dollars to defend. And there is 0% chance, I think, for, you know, looking at the things that they've, that they've done and that Newsmax and all these other places have done, One American News Network, all these places that have talked about Dominion as if they were the ones who were controlling the election and changing votes, that, that's damaging to the brand. That's yeah. like every time you mention Coke, you talk about like there's a mouse in Coke or something. Right, exactly. You know I mean? like yeah. It's the same thing. You're yep. damaging the brand every single time. Yep. And you're lying. Like if, if you can prove there's a mouse in every Coke, right. then yeah, then you got something to say. But if you can't do that and you come out and you say a bunch of unsubstantiated lies Every single time that you got that you have air, and there's so many people listening to you, and it's not just the people listening to you; it's that you're being clipped out and then shared on all these social networks yep, yep. all across the world, in you know, in giant Republican silos and right-leaning silos that want to talk about how Trump lost the election because of this company that would that they were they, I mean even in some of the documents that were court cases they were talking about how like fucking Hugo Chavez or whatever yeah, who's dead who's dead had like shit to do with it so like they there it's all lies that has been spread constantly for a long time and these people should have been smarter than this I don't know how you get on a show that has that many viewers and you don't have in-house counsel that is smarter than this yeah I think I think that this is going to set up an interesting test case of that is going to be like a showdown between defamation and libel versus First Amendment rights. And I, I do think, though, that if you are a purported news service, that your First Amendment rights have to in some way include good faith journalistic efforts. I, I can't imagine that a total lack of scrupulous, scrupulous behavior and good faith journalistic effort somehow shields you because First Amendment, I can say whatever I want. The thing is, like, you can say whatever you want. Nobody, the government didn't swoop in and stop you. The fucking FBI didn't yeah. kick down your yeah. door. The fucking, you know, Justice Department didn't, like, bulldoze no. down your broadcast towers. You still have that right. It's just that sometimes there are consequences. And what's great is these are civil, not criminal consequences. Yeah, right, right. So the strength, I think, of that First Amendment argument is significantly weakened yeah. in this circumstance. The problem, I don't, the problem is they don't know the difference. So yeah, the, people don't respect the, difference. the people that are that they're reaching out to and they're trying to motivate by by using this as a way to say, look at them attacking us, those people don't know the difference. Right. That's so, true. So when we, there's so often you have to actually say out loud. No, that's only, I mean, I, I don't know how many times I've even seen it written out where the people talk about, yeah, it's a, you know, that, that's only what the government can do. It's right. not, it, the First Amendment doesn't, doesn't refer to anything else, but people don't get it. They don't understand they don't. it. Um, this is, this is uh, all falling out because, you know, we're seeing Alex Jones now 
Yep. Really in some serious problems. $45 million lots of worth money, of problems. Lots of money. So far. Lots of money that has to come out of his pocket and his company's pocket. And this was for lying. Mm-hmm. This was for the same thing. This is, I mean, yep. Sandy lying about Sandy Hook is the same thing as lying about Dominion, Dominion. voting machines. Yep. I would argue that this is even worse because you're you're outwardly damaging democracy by saying that our voting systems aren't secure. Yeah, I would I, say it's worse. It, I would say it's worse. It is. But it doesn't matter in a civil court what's worse or better. But if you can prove damages, then, and you prove they're lying, like, here's the thing. Like, it's pretty easy to prove they're lying. Be like, show me that you have any kind of data that'll show right. me that that's true. And then yeah. they don't. They were just, they were just making it up because they knew it was going to get them clicks. They knew it was going to get them views. Yep. And they knew it was going to get them what they wanted, which was people glued to find out the next piece that they were going to uncover about Dominion. Yeah, and also, it's come out and it's been very clear that Fox News was in it for the money, but they were also, they had a strict political agenda. Guys like Hannity had a direct line to the president. Literally And to like Mark Meadows. Yeah. So these are like, there's no hands off. There's no, there's no distance here. There's no like veil of separation between the fourth estate and the president in this case. So I think it's it's absolutely about the grift. And I think it's also about like a real political motivated interest that yeah. these fuckers have. The way out of this, this fucking conspiracy quagmire is to make this so painful financially that the startup conspiracy theorists can't ever get their feet off the ground because they're too afraid to do it. So what I mean by that is like, Alex Jones financially will probably survive $45 million judgment. Fox News will probably survive whatever the settlement or judgment is. But if you're the next up-and-comer conspiracy quack and you don't have the big, deep pockets of an established conspiracy business model, if the fear of God is put into you financially ahead of time by seeing cases like Dominion and seeing cases like Sandy Hook, you might think fucking twice. Yeah. Because like your pockets probably aren't that fucking big, you know? And I have to hope that that's the case. I have to hope that this has a, like a really stultifying effect on like burgeoning conspiracy theorists. Yeah, I, I, I hope, I hope it has a chilling effect, but then I also very much hope it hurts the people enough so that they don't keep doing it. Yeah, right. absolutely. I hope that after this, you know, when Hannity wants to run a story like this, he does get stopped by a special counsel or whatever the right, counsel yeah. is there or the in-house counsel. And they walk up to him and they say, no, you can't. No, man, we Don't can't do, do this. We can't do this. We can't afford it. We can't afford you talking about this. Right. You know, we were talking about a story that we were listening to today on Fresh Air. And in that story, they talk about um, the guy who who uh, wound up dying by suicide uh, from the Clintons camp. Oh, Vince something or... Vigo. Vince Foster was his name. And so Vince Foster, um, you know, they they made a mint off of him. Rush Limbaugh talked about it forever. You know, all these guys on Fox News, they brought it up time and time and time again. Enough so that like, you know, we're talking about immense investigations into this guy. Immense investigations, multiple investigations by by governmental agencies are investigating this. And so, you know, they got away with that. And they use that to their advantage to demonize Bill Clinton because they 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 didn't just say he did it. They were just like, well, there's a lot of questions. Right. There's a lot of things that don't add up. And that's the, 
That that's insidious. Well, it's insidious, but that's genuinely where conspiracy theorists get all their strength from. Yeah, is that well? I don't know. All every single end isn't tied up perfectly, so I can easily unravel a whole mm -hmm. bunch of shit yep. and make you question reality. And that's what happens constantly with these these these. They just find one knife way in. Yep. And then it's and it's and it's horrible. And these people feed that shit because they know that their fucking listeners and the people they it want is. it. Yeah. Yeah. And and the the like. Rush Limbaugh makes money doing this, right? Like the the juicier, yeah, he did he, the juicier. He yeah, doesn't right? Doesn't make shit yeah, anymore. No. You can just yeah. throw it on his grave. Fucking makes worm food now. <laughs> but yeah, they they all they all make money. They all make money on on this nonsense, yeah. on these lies. And the the bigger that they grow, and the less, like the more nebulous they are, the more people love to fill in their own blanks. Yeah, love sure. to like for fill sure. in the fucking gaps yeah. in the yeah. corners. Yeah, and you were saying too, like. You know, these are, this is not, these people in media were doing this, but then also one of our Supreme Court justices, Brett yeah, Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh. Was involved in, in stirring up the muck around this too, this Vince Foster yeah. thing. These, these guys, like these bad actors continue to play in the same circles over and over and over again. The same fucking bad pennies pop up time and time and time again. And they, they've made a career out of working the system. And when I say working the system, what I mean is, the public information sphere system. That's yeah. the thing yeah. that they are, they are making a mint manipulating the opinions and feelings of a group of people in this country who are primed to believe in bullshit. Yeah, yeah. They love to manipulate those people because it makes them money. Yeah. yeah. That's all this is about for these fuckers. Every time. It, it creates power, opportunity, and money for these motherfuckers. So we would like to thank our patrons. Of course, we'd like to thank all our patrons. We'd like to thank our newest patrons. I Ride the Moon and Painted the Clouds, the Wooden Dudist, Mung Sung Hero, Tim, Tasman, and Aaron. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Generous donations. We really do truly appreciate it. We appreciate all our patrons. Of course, we want to say to all our patrons that in the next, I think it's this week, we're going to probably post something um, we just posted our last episode of the last month of the, uh, or this month, because I guess it's, well, I guess it's last month it, now. Yeah, it's right. last month and today. Last month as of today. But yeah. uh, but last month we posted our second part of the book club, uh, Rise of the Warrior Cops. So we finished that book. Really good book, guys. We are now going to be going on to the next book, but we're going to be posting four patrons to vote on that book. I have a couple of ideas. I'll be posting something this week that's going to be a poll. If you're a patron, you can vote on it and you can decide where the book club goes and then you can we can have discussions on. We might actually see if like there's a lot of people in the in the uh, comments that want a specific book. We may decide on that book instead. So um, so patrons, pay attention this week. We're going to be doing that um, to, to see what the next book club book is. And then we're going to start reading that book and have something before the end of the month we're going to have as part of that book already read. Because uh, we really, really love the book club stuff and we hope you guys do too. And if you guys are interested in those discussions, become a patron. If you're not already a patron, patrons will have exclusive access to those discussions and they get to have, as Cecil said, access to making choices about what those discussions will be about and what books we listen to. So we did get, we didn't get a lot of messages, but we did get one message and this message uh, was about Sarah Palin losing, Tom. Sarah Palin lost did she, I wonder if she had to write it on her hand. She lost. I the best, lost. The best part is, is that she lost to 
uh, of, of somebody up there who's a Native American. Yeah. So from a Native American, I think a, a, like, a, like a Native American tribe or something. I'm not sure exactly, but I don't know. I don't know anything about fucking Alaskan politics. I'll be perfectly I, no, frank. I don't, I don't know anything about no, it. I but I, I, had, I had read that she's like a Native American and very specifically, they have ranked choice voting up there. How great. The ranked choice voting immediately decried by all the Republicans because- Really, ranked choice voting is should be how the the United States decides these things because there is no way there is no way these people that I think are the real real lightning rods. We were talking earlier in the in the show about yeah. how you you can you motivate the the far the people on, on your fringe as much as you can because you want those people to come out because you're attacking the other side. Yep. If you had ranked choice voting, that wouldn't work. Ranked choice voting, no matter what side of the argument you're on, ranked choice voting by its nature will reduce radicalization. Yeah. It will make radicalization less uh, strategically valuable. Right now, radicalization is the strategy of choice for primaries. Yeah. And so whether you're on the left or on the right, it is the, it is the strategy of choice. Ranked choice voting gets rid of that. Yeah. So if you want to moderate... American politics to get to something like functional because we have nothing but dysfunction. Ranked choice voting is how you do it. Yeah. I think ranked choice voting is you, you get, you would, you would absolutely energize that portion of the, I mean, it's, it's, it's basically energizing a lot of the center, but then also the people that are, that are moderates. And then the people who are yeah. even just like not far, 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 far one way or the other, yep. they the thing is, is like everybody gets something in that system, whereas nobody gets anything now. In our state. Also, if you want a viable third party system, that's ranked choice it. voting is a requirement. Ranked choice, rank choice voting is the way to get a, yeah, you, a, a viable third yeah. party. You get a viable <clears throat> green party going, somebody who's talking sense, making very environmental moves. I guarantee with ranked choice voting and a sensible green party, you could easily take that you off could the have, ground. Yeah, yep. You could easily take that off the ground. That could be within a decade, a presidential contender. Yeah, you can't have that. You can never, you can never have a functional third party system without ranked choice voting. Yeah. It, it just, it just won't happen. Yeah. It just, and, and here's how we know it won't happen. Cause it hasn't. Cause it hasn't yet. It hasn't yet. Yeah. We just don't have, and the places where you do have it, there's the, like, like for instance, there was four people running and she got beat out. She, she actually lost twice. She lost yeah. this person. This person got the most votes in the first round. And then when they took those votes, they, they knocked it off. Cause she got 30, the girl, this lady got 38%. I don't know the person's name. So we don't have a story in front of us. So yeah. I don't, I don't know the, the person's name, but the person who beat Sarah Palin got 38% of the vote and Sarah Palin got 30% of the vote. And then they run the second time because now they take the top two and then they, they take the rest yep. of the other ones off and they add those votes in. And Sarah Palin actually got a bigger boost from the undervotes right. than this lady got from the from the undervotes, but she still had enough to, to win. To win. Because it wound up being by two percentage points. Sarah Palin gained six percentage points on her in the end. Like at the very at the very end or something, like eight percentage points or something crazy. She gained, she gained that many. Right. But she couldn't gain but enough. She didn't get enough. Delightfully, she can see losing from her house. She really can. She really can. <laughs> and she was such a like like a loser about it. Like there was a there's a clip oh, of her. Oh, is she really? Yeah, there's a clip of her being like, Well, I guess they just want Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden in the White House. And she's like, she like throwing her hands oh up and God. like like kind of throwing a little tantrum. It's kind of amazing. You know what I'm gonna do when I get home? 
I am going to watch the SNL skit of Sarah Palin. Oh my God. Do you remember that it's so skit? Good. It's so good. The, the, the weekend update it's Sarah so Palin good. skit it's is so good. Tina Fey oh, it's perfection. As, Sarah, as Sarah Palin. Oh, and you can't do better. It's hard it, to do better no. than that. It's hard to do better than Tina Fey as Sarah Palin. Amazing. Uh, next week, this upcoming week, we will not be streaming on Thursday night. We, uh, we are not going to be in studio, so we will not be streaming, but we will be streaming the following week. But just this week, we are going to have this Thursday off, uh, but we'll be, we will be back. If you missed it, this, this week for our stream, we did the pre-buttle argument pre-buttle. Kev, Kevin McCarthy did of Joe Biden's speech. So if you want to check that out, that's on our uh, YouTube page. You can go check it out and go uh, go see sort of, we just hung out for a while. Um, the beginning of the stream is actually us trying to find it because we thought it was going to be yeah. running Wasn't at easy the to same find. time. We thought, oh, it's going to be running at the same time, like right after words. But evidently, as soon as that speech was over, we like went to Fox News and they weren't even talking about it. So then we, we decided to look it up and we found out that it was a pre-buttle speech. And so we watched the speech. It's Kevin McCarthy giving the speech at like Four Seasons Total Machine Shop in wherever <laughs> the fuck. It's it crazy. Joe the Plumber Wasteland. It's, and it's out of focus and it's terrible and it's funny. And there's a guy who won't stop twiddling his thumbs. So you should go check it out. It's amazing. The background guys. The background the, is oh, just worth watching. So good. All right. So that is going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave it like we always do with the Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.